Let's look at Genesis 8.22. This is our faith-focused verse for this upcoming year. God put this in my heart a few weeks back. Always pray, God, what, what what are you saying to us as a church? I pray that for me and Patty personally. Because, you know, what God does for for the church, he does through his people, of the, the people of the church. What he wants to do in move church, he has to do in you first because you are the church. So I, every year I ask, Lord, what, what should be our, our focus? What do you want to say to us? Where, what, what special area do you want to work? Now, God wants to work in many areas, right? He wants to do a lot of stuff for us. But what is that, what is, what's that word that we can hold on and, and put faith in, believe you for? Uh, this year, so so it's not just a word I randomly pick out. I really put some time praying for this, and I believe God honors this word. And um, here's the verse that leads up to it: When the while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall not cease. These are laws of God. Spiritual laws that affect our natural world, and they will not cease. As long as the sun rises, it will set. There will be day, there will be night. There will be summer and winter in Mississippi. It could happen the same day, right? There will be seed time and harvest as long as the earth endures. You can guarantee that. So our faith-focused word for 2024 is seed time, seed time. And if you want to harvest time, then you must have a seed time. You cannot have a harvest without having seed that you have sown. So 2024 is going to be a seed time year for you, for us as a church, preparing for a greater harvest. We're going to talk about it a little bit more in a moment, but let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for your presence here. I thank you for health. I thank you for healing of diseases. I thank you that there's nothing you cannot do. Father, we're just going to declare we're not going to get used to medication. We're still believing you for healings. Medicines, you use medicines and you use doctors. We understand that. But you are the healer. And Lord, you can, one word, you can heal the, the greatest sickness, the worst disease. We're just going to tell you today that we're not going to give up believing. Lord, many are going to make a a fresh declaration today. We're going to keep believing. We're not going to give up on dreams, visions that you've placed in our heart. Just because they have not happened does not mean they will not happen. And we're going to declare again today that we believe. How many of you need to make that declaration before you go any further? I still believe. Would you raise your hand? Would you just tell them, I still believe. Would you just tell him again, my faith has not changed, God. I still believe. I am not giving up. 
I may have to work through some discouragement, some disappointment. I may have to work through some emotions, but I'm telling you now, my spirit man says, I still believe in miracles. I still believe it. And I honor you, God, and I give you praise. Devil ain't going to let me talk me out of it. No, no, no. I will not back down. I am still coming forward. As a matter of fact, this year I'm going to come forward a little harder. I'm going to come after you. I'm going to proclaim more than I ever have. I still believe. Lord, we thank you for it. I feel the presence of the Lord in this house. Do you? I feel faith. Wherever he shows up, there's authority and faith. And I'm thankful that he's here today. Before I jump into the message, I want to talk to you a little bit about seeds, spiritual seeds specifically. But I want to give you just a little bit of a review with it being the last Sunday in 2023. I won't mention much, but just it's been a good year for us as a church. Uh, we have grown. We have, this is the first year we have been to two services uh, for the complete year. And it's been a good year. We've seen growth. Uh, second service is growing. We're growing by young families there. We want to continue to grow. We can't fit us all together anymore. And um, that's a sad thing because I like for everybody to be together. If we're at a restaurant and we're all together, coaches, party, Christmas party, there was probably 20-something of us there. I can't remember. I wanted everybody at the same table. And I just like being around everybody. Well, we all can't fit together. And that's a good problem for us to have. And we are probably about 75 people outgrowing both services, and we're going to continue to grow. We have a five-year growth plan. I believe our growth is going to be quicker than the five years that we have for that, and God's got a, he's got a plan for that, and he'll let us know what we're going to do. Amen? But we were able this last year to make our first payment of $50,000 because of your giving toward the bank note that is on this building, we owe less than $300,000 now for the building, the land, the property. We have not had it appraised, but the pro your church property, property realistically will appraise for about three quarters of a million dollars. And for a church this young, for us to even have a thought of being debt free in about three or four years, that's going to be wonderful. Uh, we have had some expenses that, uh, uh, well, uh, we painted the building. How many of you like the, the building, uh, the color? I hope you do. Uh, that cost about $17,000 to paint that building, this building. Quite a bit, isn't it? I was thinking, man, we could do that ourselves. I mean, and, but we had some, treating, some treatment that had to be done to the, to the metal so it would look good for a longer time. They did a great job. We were, during that time, we conveniently lost an air conditioner that cost us 13000 unexpected. We just, how many of you noticed the parking lot is back together? That is going to be around thirteen dollars to $15,000 when we pay that bill. And we still have the lights on. And we were, we, because of your giving, we were able to do all of that as it came um, as it had to be happening. How many of you understand God's house has to have maintenance too? And um, so thankfully we had such a good, you were able to do that and really not hurt the budget. And so thankful, thankful for the trustees that we really pray over stewarding God's money very well. 
And because of your giving, we're able to do that. And not only that, this next year, we support three missionaries every month, one 300 a month to China or now to uh, Taiwan, I believe. They just moved Thailand. We support a missionary to Europe, $100 a month, and another missionary uh, that is to Africa, does trips to Africa and Cuba, $100 a month. And we are now tripling. We're going to support three new missionaries this upcoming year because of your giving. So in missions uh, locally and foreign last year, we were able to give about uh, really over $14,000 to missions, planting churches through ARC. And y'all, that's just a blessing. I mean, and again, it's all because of your faithfulness and giving. And 2024 is going to be a great year. Uh, we have great things um, planned for this upcoming year. So let's just believe big things from the Lord. Amen. Now let me jump to seeds, types of seeds. Seeds are amazing little things that produce amazing big things. And a single seed, we know it can produce a big, tall tree. Seeds are a part of the oldest law of God, that seed time and harvest law. And it's because he said, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Seeds will produce a harvest. Seeds will produce a harvest as long as the earth endures. And there are natural seeds, there are spiritual seeds. From Scripture, I find four types of spiritual seeds, okay? Let's look at them. The first one is this. The Bible says that the Word of God is a seed. The Word of God. Jesus told a parable of, a, of the sower, it's called, the parable of the sower, where in that parable, he called the word of God a seed. He taught of the importance of that seed being planted in good soil. And if it does so, it'll produce a great harvest. In Matthew 13, 8, he said, Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some 60, some 30. He who has ears, let them hear. Talking about the word of God falling on good seed. And can I tell you, the word of God has fallen in this house on good soil. We've seen growth in people. It's one of the funnest things for the pastor to see as people grow and develop and become who God has, has purposed them to be. Aren't you glad that God's word was sown in your heart somewhere in the past? I don't know for me when it, when it was happening. I don't know what the specific verse was, but being brought up in church, Somewhere, I heard verses like, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Those words, God's word, those scriptures were sown. And maybe I was laying on the pew playing with the hymnal. Maybe I was sleeping. Maybe I was playing with my mama's fingers and counting ceiling tile. I could tell you how many holes were in the ceiling tile at that little country church. But somewhere, God's word came into my heart. It was sown into my heart. And on that Sunday morning at eight years old, I knew I needed a Savior. And I came down to the altar and gave my heart to Jesus. Aren't you thankful for God's word? The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And God's word has been sown. It is a powerful seed. 
let's make sure this upcoming year that we have good soil for it to come in. Let's make sure everything's out of our heart. Folks, don't let hatred be in your heart. Don't let bitterness be in your heart. Don't let unforgiveness be in your heart. Don't let all of those things that Satan would sow to try to make your heart bad soil. Keep all of that out. Ask God, God, purify my heart. Give me ears to hear. Give me a heart to receive what you're saying to me. As a matter of fact, Kim, would you bow your head? I want to pray that for us all. Lord, let us have ears to hear. Lord, I pray that we would have pure hearts. A heart, Lord God, that wants your word above anything else. Lord, we don't want our own way. We want to obey your word. We want to receive it. We want to obey it so it will produce a harvest in our life. That's what it's given for. You want to produce Jesus in us. And we want Jesus in our, our lives greater this upcoming year. So, Father, please show us anything in our lives that, are, that is not pleasing to you. And, Lord, we will repent. We'll get it out of our life in Jesus' name. Another type of seed is giving. Giving is referred to in Scripture as a seed quite a few times. In Luke 6, Jesus said this, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, measure pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put in your, into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. So giving as a seed, it does not just apply to money. It applies to what you do with your time. It applies to what you do with encouragement. There's many other ways that you can give, giving of yourself, giving of your talent, and you will receive a harvest back. Galatians 6, 7 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. I like to say it like this. You know what you grow. Uh, don't we know it? Don't we know? But we get surprised when we grow the bad things, don't we? Huh? But we knew that we sowed those kinds of seeds. There, let me give you the third type of seed, that spiritual labor. It sort of go along, goes along with giving of yourself. Spiritual labor, that's witnessing, that's discipling, that's encouraging. When you witness to others about God, you give them a scripture. Maybe it's a scripture, an encouragement, like I said. These are spiritual seeds. I believe our nursery workers, our children workers, are just planting these kind of seeds in our children. And one day that seed is that seed is already taken root. One day it will produce a harvest, a heart that says, I want to know Jesus. I forget the names of Glenda's, Miss Pam's granddaughters. Glenda is your, your sister-in-law. Her daughter, granddaughter is, what's her name? Emery. And she saw a manger scene and said, that's the baby Jesus. And didn't just say that was the baby Jesus. If I remember the story, she said that he was, he died. Tell, miss, just say it out loud, Miss Pam, what she said. Now, you understand, that baby said, 
knew the story of Jesus by looking at a baby in a manger, and that's because of the nursery. Now, I'm sure there's other people speaking it to their lives, but that's because she's hearing the word of God. Aren't we thankful for that? And here's what Paul says. I planted, talking about the witness, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. And many times we understand this as we're witnessing, we're just able to plant seeds. But we should plant seeds. Don't be discouraged by just being able to plant seeds to those that you love, to those that you're witnessing to. You just keep planting the seeds, asking the Holy Spirit to bring the increase. And then the scripture tells us faith. Faith is a seed. It mentions this in a couple of places. One place it says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, uh, that's really, you could just do amazing things and, and the mustard tree grows into be a very large tree. Look at what Jesus said here. And the Lord said, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it will obey you. There are seeds of faith that I have planted in my life many years ago that, that have yet to show the harvest that I expect, but I know that harvest is coming. I believe that that harvest will be produced. Move Church is a seed of faith planted in our hearts many years ago. And look at the fruit. I mean, I see Move Church to be a, an amazing tree that provides shelter and fruit for many people and many more uh, to come. So all of these are spiritual seeds, and they produce a lasting harvest that will bless you and bless those that you love. Now, let's give you the three truths about seeds. Three truths about seeds. These are spiritual seeds. They apply also to natural seeds. The first one is this. Seeds have potential. Seeds have potential. Inside of every seed, there's the potential for multiplication. The seed in itself, if you cook corn, you'll have enough, I mean, you'll have a meal with a pot of seeds. But if you plant that seed, those, that, that kernel, those kernels of corn, you'll have a field of corn. One kernel of corn, we understand, can grow into a stalk that will have multiple ears. And then when you shuck corn, how many of you have shucked corn before? And you look at, oh, I used to hate shucking corn. <clears throat> and then one ear of corn has, oh, I guess 100 kernels of corn. And in that seed, there's multiplication. God designed it that way. And your spiritual seeds, hear me, have the potential for multiplication. You reach one person for Jesus, <clears throat> and that person can reach uh, two people for Jesus over their lifetime. You understand how fast evangelism can happen when we plant those seeds and see that harvest. So God has filled each seed with the purpose of multiplying itself. One seed produces one plant and that contains many seeds. And, and then that is multiplied many times over. And spiritual seeds are the same way. The spiritual seeds that you sow have the potential of multiplication back to you. 
2 Corinthians says this, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, but whosoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. The amount of seeds that one plants, the greater the harvest potential one will have. If a farmer wants that field of corn, they don't plant one kernel. They plant a lot of seeds. They plant a lot in, in the ground, expecting to have the greater harvest. And the spiritual law is the great promise to us that the more spiritual seeds that we put in the ground, the greater the harvest that we can expect. All of the seeds that you have sown unto the Lord with faith will produce a harvest. You have to understand that. Every seed that you have sown in obedience to the Lord in faith, and don't give up, don't give up your faith, but you have to understand there's some prayers that our generations before us prayed that are being answered today. There are some prayers that you have prayed that you may not see in your lifetime get fulfilled. But when they go up to heaven in the name of Jesus in faith, I believe those are seeds that will produce a harvest back on this earth. Some harvest takes longer to produce, doesn't it, than we want it to. I mean, we like, we're in an instant society. We want things instantly. How many of you do not wait for the last second on the microwave? Would you raise your hand? I am one of those people that's good enough. I mean, it's one more second. I just can't wait. Just... And we're like that with spiritual things. And God works in his timetable. One thing you can rest assured is God will give you the harvest at the right time. The scripture calls it a due season. Galatians 6, 9 says this, let us not grow weary in doing good for at the proper time or due season, we will reap if we do not give up. Now, I'm going to go ahead and just help us out today. You're not going to give up. You are not going to give up in the name of Jesus. You're going to keep hoping. You're going to keep dreaming. You're going to keep believing in the name of Jesus. Amen? Can you imagine when we get to heaven, some of that harvest that we'll see that we had no clue about? Back in the 80s, there was a, a song that was very popular called Thank You. And I thought about that as I was at this point. And I won't sing that song, but I'll have the, I have the lyrics. Let me just read some of them to you. It says, I dreamed I went to heaven and you were there with me. We walked upon the streets of gold beside the, beside the crystal sea. We heard the angels singing then someone called your name. You turned and saw this young man, and he was smiling as he came. And he said, friend, you may not know me now. And then he said, but wait, you used to teach my Sunday school when I was only eight. And every week you would say a prayer before the class would start. And one day when you said that prayer, I asked Jesus in my heart. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I am a life that was changed. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I am so glad you gave. What a powerful song. What a powerful thought. And it is the truth. There are seeds that you've planted 
that are producing a harvest that you will never realize on this earth. But heaven will tell the truth. It will tell you the harvest. It will show you the harvest. Let me give you another truth about seeds. Seeds are to be sown. Seeds are to be sown. They're to be given. They're to be placed in the ground, given to the soil. Seeds in hand will never reach its potential. But when that seed is given to the soil, it will produce a harvest. And Paul in Scripture is asking for an offering, a monetary offering for the Corinthian believers, from the Corinthian believers, excuse me, for the believers in Jerusalem who were suffering a severe famine at the time. And listen to what he says in 2 Corinthians. He says this, each one must give as he has decided in his heart. And he's not talking about the tithe. Jesus tells us, the scripture, excuse me, tells us the tithe, what the tithe is. Tithe is 10%. Here is an offering. And here Paul is saying, give what you've decided to give. Don't, don't do it under compulsion. Uh, give what you want to give. For God, look, for God loves a cheerful giver. A couple of weeks ago, Nick was, um, poor Nick, I tell all of his stuff from the pulpit. And his insurance went from $220 in good old Louisiana to $420 overnight. And I looked at his checking account, and he happened to be in overdraft because they took that much money out. And I called him with the good news. And uh, he said, what? And, and he found out that that's, they just went up, increased. And, I mean, he is, he is having a bad day. And he's saying things like, Dad, I can't live. I can't live. I can't do that. I can't. And it, it was really the way he said it caused me to laugh. And when I laughed, he didn't like He said, Dad, I'm really, this is not really a funny time. And I told Patty later, I said, man, I know it's not funny. It's just the way you're saying it. But the reason, you know why the reason I could laugh is because we knew we're going to help him out. We knew he's going to be covered. He's going to be all right. Did you know the Bible says that God laughs at your enemies? The things that we think, oh, no, I, ah, what am I going to do? God, there's no, nothing impossible for him. And what looks so devastating to us, God just, that's nothing. He knows he has you covered. God loves someone that says, I trust in my God. I trust in him. Did you know when we don't trust in him, it's dishonoring? If God, if Nick really had a need and he didn't come to us because he didn't think we would help him, that would break my heart. But he knows he's covered. And you ought to know you're covered in the name of Jesus. God loves a cheerful giver. God loves someone that says, I'm just going to give to you, Lord. I want to give to you. I know you're going to take care of me. And God is able, look at this, to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. Now, I love verse 10. Look at this. He who supplies seed to the sower. Did you know that in the scripture, one of the gifts that is listed of the Spirit is a gift of giving? Some people have a gift of giving. 
that, that God gives them seed that he entrusts to them because he knows they will sow it. Some people he can't bless that way because they think, oh, this is in my pocket. Thank you, Lord. And all the seed is for me. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. He says he gives seed to the who? Sower and bread for food. That means if you take care of God's business, he's going to take care of your business. And bread for food, look, will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. Spiritual principle, God gives seeds to those who will sow seeds. He will give seed to those who will sow, and he will increase their seed. Yeah, he'll give it if you have a need, but he'll give it to those who are going to sow the seed. Let me give you the last truth about seeds. Seeds need good soil. They need good soil. I believe move church is some good soil. I believe the proof is there. I believe there are many ministries. I believe the missionaries we support are good soil. They're changing the world. And when we sow seeds into supporting them, we're actually sowing seeds into Africa. We're sowing seeds into, um, we actually support two missionaries to Africa, Papa Charlie. We're sowing seeds in Europe. We're sowing seeds in Asia. And God allows us to do that. We're sowing seeds. Uh, in a few weeks, Teen Challenge will be here, ladies. We're sowing seeds into changed lives here. You want to sow seeds. What? Are, what is? How do I know that it, where good soil is? Well, where you get fed is a good place. That's your church. That the ministries that are supported. Also, any ministry that God is blessing. I mean, that's good soil. When you see God's blessing on it, it's good soil. And these are the areas that we should sow, and God's going to direct us. So now, let me get to twenty twenty four before we pray. This is what I heard the Lord say to me regarding seed time for us this, this year. Um, first, let me say, <clears throat> we're going to be giving seed. We're going to be looking for ways to sow seed, expecting a harvest. I believe the Lord told me that we can expect a double harvest for our seeds this upcoming year that we will have twice the yield from the seeds that we sow. Now, I'm going to believe that for me and Patty, and I'm going to believe that for our church. But it's up to you if you want to have the faith for that. Would you stand? And I believe you will. I know it's a little different by me sitting down. I don't know if I liked it or not. It sure helped me out today. Seeds. How many of you understand God has everything you need? There is no lack in Him. A few weeks ago, we were moving for the 20th time the last two years. Me and Patty, we need to get planted. <laughs> and, um, 
I was downgrading storage units because those things are expensive. And as I'm leaving the storage facility, multiple buildings, multiple garage doors, I mean, it was not even heated and cooled. I'm thinking these people are making money. I mean, just one after the other. You know, y'all know what I'm talking about. If you have a storage building, you go, you drive through a bunch of them to get there. And this is the thought that I have. How many of those, in just if if, if we're talking heaven and spiritual things, blessings from the Lord, is it possible? I only have key for one. My little storage unit. Is it possible that I'm driving by some some blessings in my hurriedness in life? Maybe in my weight of just living. Am I driving by some things? I was just passing them one after the other. Am I driving by some things that God has for me that he wants to give me the keys for that I'm not taking the time to believe for, to unlock? See, I think it would be wise for all of us to ask that in our own life. The scripture says you have not because you, and if we're not careful, we can get into a maintaining mentality. And our words can betray our faith. I'm not real big about labeling spirits. I believe they exist. I believe there are certain demonic influences that are stronger in one area than in the other, as in New Orleans with black magic. You can feel that there. If you've ever been, you understand. You feel that. Certain areas there are spirits that really have a strong hold. Well, I believe in Mississippi, please hear me. I believe in Mississippi there's a poverty spirit, a spirit of we cannot. And I'm telling you, as a child of God, that goes against everything that the scripture says for us. Are we to name and claim a Mercedes? I don't get into that as much. Now, I believe God wants to bless us, and why not ask for the best? But that doesn't base my, my faith is not valued at that. But we should ask for great things. I believe we're missing some things. Would you bow your head just for a minute? Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, that you have given us so much. Oh, God, I think probably most of us in this room could see those areas that we've been blessed in. The Lord has blessed you. Just thank him right now. God, I know you've blessed me. And Lord, I understand. I believe you want to bless us. I believe the things that we get so weighed down about, you can laugh because you already have the plan. You already have the resource available. And you see us fretting, and it's not bothering you at all because you know you're going to help. Maybe somebody needs to be reassured of that today. 
But Lord, your word says that you give seed to the sower. And Lord, there are, there are many ministries, there are many missionaries. There's, a many, there's many types of work that need to be done for you. You could do it without us, but you have chosen to use us. Lord, we're asking for multiplication. We receive your word that we will receive twice back what's sown. And I pray for direction in hearts, individually and for this church. And Lord, it's not about us, it's about your kingdom. And Lord, we want multiplication in finances. We want multiplication in anointing, double portion. Give me a double portion. We want multiplication in spiritual giftings. We want multiplication in souls. That's what it's about. We want to see families, whole families come to Jesus. We want to see addictions broken. Lord God, we want to see it for you. We want to see double the glory, God. We want to experience your glory. Lord, I'm asking for seed for the sower today. If you'll be that kind of sower, would you just open your hand right in front of you? You don't even have to raise it up high. Just open it right in front of you and say, Lord, I want to be a sower. I want to be a sower. <laughs> I know you'll take care of me. I don't have to worry about that. You said you'll give me bread for food. But Lord, I want to be generous. And Lord, if you'll direct me, I will. I understand the potential in the seed that you give. And I believe a double harvest to come from that. That will take care of me and my family, but it will bless this world in every way. Not just financially, but in every way. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hope all of that made sense to you. I want to pray for you if you have sin in your heart. Man, let's don't take anything that's separating us from the Lord into 2024. Let's deal with it now. Would you bow your head? Please hear me. Strongholds are meant to be broken. <laughs> Jesus paid that price. No matter what that stronghold is, Jesus should be your only stronghold. Hear me? Jesus should be your only stronghold. Every other stronghold, the Bible says the anointing breaks the yoke. It cannot hold you back anymore. If you will put your faith in the Lord, asking him, he will break that for you. I know in this room there's different kinds of strongholds. You don't have to repeat 2023 in that area. It can be broken off of you in Jesus' name. I want you to call out to the Lord, asking him to break that. Break that in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, break those strongholds. And church, let's pray and let's make sure, and let's pray this prayer of commitment and make sure all sin is out of our life and we're committed to Jesus. Can we pray it together? Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me so much that you gave your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for my sins. I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. Would you forgive me for all my sins? Would you come into my heart? Would you change my life? And I'm going to do my best to live for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, one last thing. 
let's don't take negativity into 2024. Amen. Let's leave it, leave it from uh, 2023. And it moved church. If you hear somebody talking negative, complaining, just slap them. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. I'm joking. Don't do that. I probably would be the first one slapped. I don't want. No, no, no. Let's just speak positivity, okay? Let's believe great things from the Lord. Amen. Let me bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you.